This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. She is a certified high-performance coach, and that's all you need to know about my guest today. Julie Rusko, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. I'm excited to be here. You know, I love simplicity. Some people give me like an Ernest Hemingway bio, but yours is really simple. You're a certified high-performance coach. That's all you need to know about what we're going to talk about on the show and what you do. Absolutely. You know, people tend to complicate things in life, but what we find is it's really the simple things practiced consistently over time that make the biggest difference. Now, I don't know if I'm the first person ever said this, but I always tell my clients and my listeners, complexity is the gateway to procrastination. So keep things simple. So I don't know if, I, if, if I'm original like that, but I know you are a simple girl. I'm a simple guy. I think people are making the world so unnecessarily complex, and that just gets people to like quit. And we don't want people to quit. No, you definitely want to keep things simple, focused, prioritize, and and go for it. You know, when I work with clients, we always talk about threes, three goals, three words that you're intentional about who you are and showing how you're showing up in the world, and three things each day that you must accomplish no matter what. And that's really simple. Yes. And I love that you brought up about the power of three. When I see people, oh, I'm going to do these 35 things today. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> you are not going to do 35 things. What do you really need to work on? And I would even take it further than that, Julie. If you're struggling to get things done, let's start with one thing. Okay. If you've got too many things going on and you're not getting things done, let's build baby steps. Let's work on one thing and then we'll move to two and then we'll move to three. Because if you are so, you're so uh, cluttered, your world is so cluttered and you're not getting anything done. I think we should start at one. What do you think about that? I agree with you there. You know, I feel like people get stuck in this like procrastination, stagnation state of they're so overwhelmed by all the possibilities of all the things on their to-do list, like you mentioned, the 35, and they don't know where to begin. And so they just start going through like this repetitive motion, rinse and repeat. Well, this is what I've always done, so I'm going to keep doing it. And it just, it leads to frustration and eventually burnout. Yes. And that's a real thing, by the way. I mean, when people get overwhelmed and they get frustrated, they just say, eh, what's the point? I'm going to go watch Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you have to guard your time like that, right? I think um, oftentimes when you're talking about goals and productivity, which is kind of your realm of the world, you have to think of it as the whole view of a person. Um Looking at if you are overwhelmed, what's going on in your health and wellness? What's going on in your mindset? Because those things have to be taken care of before you even launch into accomplishing tasks. You know, are you feeling energized? Are you sleeping well, eating well, hydrating well? Because health and wellness really is the springboard into high performance. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned about, you know, self-awareness and self-care. Uh, I've been monitoring my blood pressure. My wife and I bought this like little gizmo and it checks our blood pressure. And I usually always drink water. And right before we got on this call, I, I checked my blood pressure and it was really high. And the reason why it was really high is my wife and I went to lunch and I had Diet Coke. Now, I know Diet Coke is not good for me. 
And I know that's why my blood pressure is high is because I had Diet Coke. When I have just water, my blood pressure goes down. So because it's got the caffeine in it. And so we've always got to be paying attention to how are we feeling? Not just physically so much, but also mentally, you know, because if you're eating a whole bunch of processed foods, you're eating a whole bunch, of, you're drinking diet soda or any kind of soda, that's all going to affect you because it affects your energy. And if your body's got to work so hard to process this other stuff, then it doesn't have energy for you to get things done. Absolutely. And that's where a lot of the overwhelm we talked about came from. If you feel sluggish when you wake up in the morning or sluggish halfway through your day, you're more likely to check out and be unproductive. And so I think it's something that we miss. We miss the idea of what are you putting into your body and is it just mindless eating or is it actually fuel? Have you taken the time to look at if I eat these cashews, what will they do for me? If I eat this ice cream as much as we love ice cream, and I know you love ice cream, Mark, yes, but, but you know, eating it in the evening after dinner, not in the middle of the day when you need to be productive. So really being mindful of what you're putting in your body because it does affect your output. It affects your mental clarity and it affects the energy you have to be productive, to be effective and efficient. Now you are a certified high performance coach. You got certified through Brendan Burchard. You and I are both fans of Brendan Burchard. One of the things I really took from all his training is he says he gets up every 50 minutes, five zero, every 50 minutes to move Absolutely. around. Absolutely. So what I did is I actually took that further. So I, as much as possible, I schedule my days in 50 minute increments and on my Apple watch from eight 50 in the morning until six 50 at night at 50 minutes past the hour, it's a reminder. The alarm goes off. That's my reminder to get up, walk around, get some water, maybe go out and take the dog for a walk, throw the ball around for the dog or something like that. So many people are spending way too much time sitting in front of their computer, whether they're on Zoom calls or they're working on their website or they're writing a book. We need to get up periodically. And I would encourage every hour. That's one thing I like about my Apple watch is encourage you to stand every hour, because if you don't do this, then we, number one, we gain weight. Number two, our blood starts to pool in places because our bodies aren't moving around. And so I have taken that every 50 minutes things and actually incorporated it in my schedule. And I can tell you, it really serves me well. That's what I have all my clients do. And you're doing a lot of things really right there. Everything you mentioned, I would recommend. I do one more thing during that break. I make sure that my clients close their eyes because yes. visual strain is one of the greatest ways we lose energy and we don't think about it, especially when we're in front of the computer all the time. That eye strain really is zapping your energy. So you're right on with the 50-minute blocks. Research shows from the High Performance Institute that the most successful people function in these 50 minute blocks. But then what's key is your break needs to be two to 10 minutes. If you go over 10 minutes, you start to wander and become unproductive. So in that break, unless like you're saying, you take a walk with your dog and it's really nice out and you go a little longer, that's fine. But what a lot of people do during their break is use that as a time to check social media. And yep. that becomes, you know, a vortex. It takes their energy. And 
And you know, unless social media is part of your job, you should have that in a block of time. And yes. that's something I had to do for myself during, you know, all the stay at home time was really monitor. Yes, I'm doing 50 minute blocks, but what am I doing in my break time? Close your eyes, get up, move, stretch, get your blood flowing a little bit and hydrate water, 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 no yes. caffeine if possible. And, and that terrifies people. They're like, but I drink three cups of coffee or I love my soda. And that's fine. I, I'm not, I am a bit extreme in that I don't do that. Um, I am only drinking water. I'll occasionally, being that I live in the South, have like a sweet tea when I go out to dinner on the weekends. But most of the time it's water. And it's not because water is my favorite thing in the world to drink. It's because water is hydrating and energizing and detoxifying for your body. So those 50-minute productivity blocks are brilliant. And the breaks have to be maximized. Hey there, it's Mark, and I will coach you for less than $2 a day, plus give you access to a group coaching call every single month. For more information, visit MrProductivity.com. Absolutely. And I want to encourage people to not miss what you said. You did say to get up from your, or I said, get up from wherever yeah. you are, and you need to close your eyes. We don't mean you push back from your Zoom call and close your eyes. Hear both parts of the equation. You get up and maybe walk outside, sit in the chair at your back deck, and then close your eyes. But you got to get up from where you are. When you start walking around, you're you're going to feel a tingling in your legs because your legs going, oh my gosh, we have blood flow again. That's really <laughs> important. And I also want to talk to you about the water because I made it like 250 days in a row with just drinking water. And I want to tell you wow. something about water. So you have to have water that you like. So I'll be honest with you. I can't drink city water. I can't, I can't drink that cheap bottled water at the supermarket. <laughs> I have here in Texas, we have something called a mountain spring. It's called the Ozarka mountain spring water. And it tastes really good. I, the gold standard is Fiji. If you find water that's delicious and it's going to be more expensive than the regular water, that's how you can drink water all the time. And I be honest with you, I made the mistake when I started drinking Diet Coke. I should have never done that because I feel <laughs> great when I'm just drinking water. So as I alluded to earlier, my wife and I went to a local restaurant. I had Diet Coke. I just finished it. And I, now I'm kind of feeling kind of sluggish because why did I, why did I get the Diet Coke? I could have had water. And what yeah. I was doing when I went 250 days with having nothing but water, I would go to a restaurant. I would bring my Contigo and I would have it filled up with water from home. And I would just get the burger or whatever and the fries and I would eat, drink water. And I got away from that. And every time I do it, I'm like, oh, why did I do that again? Because it tastes so good at the time, but you, everything's got a consequence. And then an hour or so later, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Now, I did stop before 2 o'clock, which is important. If you're going to have caffeine at all, stop yeah. before 2 o'clock. But it's even better, Julie, as you know, is don't have any caffeine at all. Right. And you know what's happening? Like you were saying, you're crashing now because it spiked your blood sugar. It gave you that rush, which is why people love caffeine and soda, right? But then it makes you crash. And and you don't want to keep doing that. And what people do is they get into the cycle and then it's like, oh, I better go get another soda. I better have another coffee. And it is, it's a mad cycle. Some people are very disciplined with it. They can have one a day. But um, for me, I, I was getting headaches 
back in college. And so I cut out sodas way back in college. And then when I moved to the South, I definitely got a fix for sweet tea. It's like drinking dessert. But I am disciplined about only having it when I go out to eat. So I don't have it at my home. But to the water point, I actually started ordering rising springs water, which is mineral water. It's well, it's spring water, but it has minerals, natural minerals in it. Yes. And it is amazing. And you're right. It was, it was kind of a gut check. It was like, how important is this to me that I stay well hydrated? Because I don't like going through the bottles of water because it's not good for the environment. And um, this way I have, it's, it, the water that I get. And it's, it's almost like I sound like I'm promoting it, but the water I get comes in a box that's recyclable. And it, it, it doesn't matter where you get your water. What the key is, is really what water can you drink a lot of? Because you want to drink about half of your body weight in ounces. So if you yes. weigh 150 pounds, you want to drink 75 ounces of water a day. That's a lot. And you're right. If you don't enjoy water, that's a problem. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. Now, what state are you from? What state do you live in? I'm in North Carolina. Okay. Now I think you're saying sweet tea wrong. Aren't you supposed to say sweet tie? <laughs> well, I grew up, I grew up up North and I've been down South my entire adult life. So I tend to have a, a cross, uh, a cross <laughs> bread, uh, <laughs> vocals, right? I remember the first time I moved from Rochester down to Houston where I live and they're like, you want some sweet tie? I'm like, I'm sorry. What, what was that now? Right. I want some sweet tie. I'm like, yeah, S S W E E T. Oh, sweet tea. No, honey, it's sweet tie. And the other thing down here, all the women call me honey. And that was so hard for me to get used to coming from New York State. But oh, they yeah. all called the guys honey. Hey, honey, what do you want, honey? Like, right. You, you think they're flirting with you. <laughs> but, but it is, yes, the sweet tea. It's um, it's fun. It's fun. The Southern accents. I personally love accents from all over because I love to travel. But let's kind of take it back. We're we're getting really into the water point. But the reason that you want to drink the water, of course, is to increase your energy. Because if you want to be focused, you want to be productive, you want to achieve success in your career, you have to have the energy. So you start with the hydration and the nutrition. And then after your health and wellness, you really have to go to clarity, right? I think that's the other thing that makes people feel overwhelmed is that they don't know what to do. They have so many things on their list. They're not really sure what the needle movers are. And so they they run around almost like a chicken with their head cut off going, oh, I have to do all this. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And busyness is not the point because you can be busy doing a bunch of random things. You want to be efficient and effective. You want to be focused on the needle movers, whether like you said, some people can only do one a day. And if that's where you start, then honor that and start there. But what I like to do is have my clients think about three projects that they're working on. And then each day they look at those, they list those on what we know in the high performance world as a productivity planner so you list your three major projects, and then there are 
three to five tasks each day that will move that project forward. And when you start to prioritize like that, and you're consistently working on three different projects or one, like you said, when you're consistent with your follow through, that's when you start to see results in life. And that's when you begin to have this vibrancy and this joy and begin to create a life you love. And when people ask me the difference between being productive and being busy, I said, here, think about this. The hamster on the wheel, he or she is doing a lot of busy work, but they're not going anywhere. So <laughs> Absolutely. it's what you're doing, moving the needle. And here's what I, I, I really have a lot of clients that struggle with this is they go to plan, which they should plan. They should plan. But they don't have a why and they don't have any goals. And I argue that if you don't have a why and you don't have a goal, it's very difficult to plan because what are you going to put on your schedule? What are you going to put on your plan if you don't know what you're working for? Uh, Absolutely. To me, that's the biggest difference is connecting with your why and your purpose. And when people hear that, it's kind of, it seems kind of out in the cosmos, but I have an effective way to really look at that. When you think about your purpose, there are three questions that I like to ask my clients. The first one is, who do you want to be in the world? The second one is, how do you want to relate to others? And the third is, what do you want to create in the world? So it's about who you are, how you're showing up, and what you're working toward. What is your creation? What is your life all about? Hmm. That's very interesting. And I, I, I'm going to ask you to re-read those questions again because somebody may have heard them and not knowing that in the podcast player, you can have to hit the reverse button and rewind a little bit. But I think those are very important questions because – a lot of people don't know their purpose. And I didn't know what my purpose was until a couple of years ago. And so if you don't know it, when you're listening to this conversation, I want you to know it's okay. So you can't force your purpose, but you can start doing some discovery. I mean, uh, I tell people my big why is, is when my mom has got uh, Alzheimer's, late onset Alzheimer's. And so she's a a three-year-old trapped in a 76-year-old body. And my dad's 79 and he's a full-time caregiver. So one of what drives me every day is I want to get to a point where I can pay off all their debt and pay for full-time caregiving for mom. For the longest time, I'm like, well, I don't know buy a new iPhone? Um, I don't know. And so I didn't have a crystal clear why. Now I know my why. And let me tell you something, when you have a strong why, everything else falls into place. Like you mentioned about, you know, what do I want to create and how do I want to show up in the world? Once Mm -hmm. you have that why, it makes life so much easier. So if you would list those questions for us one more time, so the people can hopefully by now have a piece of paper and something to write with. One of the benefits of being a subscriber to my email newsletter is you get access to free weekly training from me. To sign up for my email newsletter, just go to mrproductivity.com. Yes, absolutely. And um, I just want to commend you for your why for your parents. You know, mine has shifted over the years. And right now I have a son that just started college, a daughter that will go next year and a younger son who's 13. And so my why has definitely 
shifted to revolve around them beyond my clients and my career. So the three questions that I like to use with my clients to discover, to help you do that self-inquiry around purpose starts out with who do you want to be in the world? How do you want to relate to others? And what do you want to create in the world? So the first one is about you. Who are you? I like to guide people through a visualization about looking at your best self. Imagine yourself showing up, waking up in the day, and everything is right. This is your ideal day. Who are you? How are you showing up? And it goes back to the power of three. What are three words that would describe your best self? When I have people write that down. And when you come up with those three words, I like to put them on my computer, hang them on my mirror, remind myself when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to show up as this person. And from there, how do you want to relate to others? Because we're not islands. We are a social world. Even when we're virtual, we're interacting with others. So what kind of person do you want to be? When people leave a conversation with you, how do you want them to feel? And then from there, what do you want to create in the world? We have a society that complains and complains and complains. Oh my goodness, everything is wrong. We love to complain. We love to blame. I mean, it gets crazy. And really, it's the step back from all of that and a focus on, What can you control? You cannot control as much as you want to what's happening in politics, what's happening with illnesses, pandemic situations. You can't control that. You can only control your attitude, your effort, and your actions. So thinking about that, it goes back to Gandhi, who talks about, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. What is your ideal world? What kind of world do you want to create in your sphere of influence? And when you have that clarity, that's the game changer. That becomes your purpose, your driving force. You know, for me, there are two things here. There's purpose, your driving force, what you're created to do. And then there's necessity, which is part of purpose. And that goes to, like I was saying, I have kids one in college, one approaching college, my purpose to awaken, empower, and inspire people to become the best versions of themselves as a coach aligns with my necessity of creating abundance so I can empower my kids to go after their dreams. And so when those are brought together, it makes me unstoppable. Mm. That, that is so powerful what you just shared with us. And you mentioned politics and, you know, COVID. And that is so pervasive. It's one of the reasons why I don't spend any time on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Because that's all negative. It's all fear mongering. It all causes stress. It causes overwhelm. And I've had to train my wife. I said, look, it, unless like a satellite is going to fall in our house, I don't want to know because – I found for me, consuming the news makes me feel like, I don't know, I, I don't have any hope. Like, what's the point? 
And I want to hang around people who are positive like you. And one of the things that people can do to get immediate return is to stop consuming so much news. I've been telling my listeners for a while, stay informed so you know what's going on, but don't get obsessed about it. So someone says, hey, have you heard about COVID? Go COVID. You should know what COVID is, okay? (laughs) But you shouldn't know every single thing anyone in the world has said about COVID. So stay informed, but not obsessed. You could do that easily in 15, 20 minutes a day, easily. Right. I, I got rid of cable TV a long time ago. And I, the way that I consume news is I look at the headlines and then I decide, do I need to know this? And then I will click and I will read it. If I'm really interested in seeing any form of news, I can go and I can watch that recording. But quite honestly, I agree with you. It doesn't serve you. What are you in control of? You need to stay informed. Absolutely. But what do you need to know to be your best self and to be a contribution to society? And most of the time, The news has become so sensationalized. It's like watching a TV show. And of course, the more they heighten people's fear and concerns, the more people watch. So you have to be really careful about what you allow into your brain space, which is why podcasts are actually so nice because you choose and you allow yourself to open your mind to these new possibilities. Absolutely. Have you ever heard of or seen the show The Walking Dead? (laughs) I have heard of it. I have not watched it. I I love that show. But now in 2020, I'm thinking more that that shows reality because it's about these zombies go around mindlessly eating other people. And when you look (laughs) at the world, people are mindlessly consuming all this news and they're all zombies. So I think The Walking Dead is no longer like a fictional show. I think it's reality. I think if you look at the world from if you zoom out, that a lot of people are just zombies. They're just reading the news. They're reading Twitter. They're reading all this bad news, and they're going around. And they're spreading this bad news to other people. This negativity and it affects their mindset. And it's just becoming a pandemic. I think, in my own personal opinion, that watching the news is more dangerous than getting COVID or the flu because once you get your your immune system compromised by negativity then you can get a lot more sickness. So I, I encourage people look at, you know, we don't have cable at our house either. We have, we live in Houston. So we have an over the air antenna. So we don't get all those cable channels. You got to be really careful because if you are not being proactive, like you alluded to earlier of what's going in your head, there's more things going in your head. You're not even aware of because you're not even paying attention. Right. And that also goes along with the people you choose to interact with, yep. making sure that, you know, who do you give a table at the seat in your head is how I like to think of it, right? Who do you allow to have input on your life? And, you know, the way you describe zombies, I call it sleepwalking through life. You wake up, you go through the motions, but you're not really fully plugged in. You're not really alive and thriving and energized. You really are just going through the motions and there's a heavy price for that. 
Absolutely. Well, before we wrap up the uh, the conversation today, I want to play a little game I call Mike Swap. So what I'm going to give you an opportunity to do, Julie, is you are going to be the host of the Mark Stuchowski podcast, and you can ask me one to two questions. Uh, don't ask me for my credit card number or social security <laughs> number. But if there's something else that is something you'd like to ask me, it can be about productivity or it doesn't have to be. I just think this is interesting for the listener because I have no idea what you're going to ask me. And I just think it's kind of fun. So (laughs) ask me a couple questions that you'd like to know. Great. I I think I'll ask you two questions. We'll start with an easier one. What's your favorite productivity tip? Oh, I love this question. Tell your time where to go instead of wondering where where it went. In other words, you take the time to plan out your day. I know you're a planner too. So many people, they don't plan anything. Or if they do plan, they plan the air quotes here, real appointments like coaching calls or podcast interviews. And I'm like, do you plan for personal development? Do you plan quiet time? Do you plan the exercise? And most people go, no, I'll fit that in. That means you're not going to do it. So I always tell people, plan, 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 plan. Absolutely. I love that. And then my next question for you is based on our conversation of purpose and passion and and what drives you. So the question is, Mark, what sets your soul on fire? Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm glad you asked that question because um, I, we have talked off air before and I wake up every day, every day, like it's Christmas morning. Like I'm a little boy Christmas morning. I love every day. Every day is a brand new present for me to unwrap. Who am I going to meet? What am I going to learn today? What experiences am I going to get experience to? So what sets me on fire is helping people. I mean, when I, whether it's a coaching client or someone on LinkedIn or someone watches one of my videos, when I can see the light come on their eyes and go, oh man, you just saved me a bunch of grief. You just you just help me get over my 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 obstacle. I mean, I love that feeling. I really love helping people. I read Adam Grant's fantastic book, Give and Take, and I am a giver and I can tell you're a giver as well. We just want to help people become better versions of themselves. And so that's what lights me up. Absolutely. I love your answer. That's that's amazing. Thank you for well, sharing. Well, thank you for being a temporary host of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. I love it. So where can we find out more about you? So I am very heavily involved on LinkedIn. Um, Julie Ruska. My last name is a little tricky. It's H-R-U-S-K-A. Um, I like to put out content daily that Monday through Friday because I like to protect my weekends. Um, but I put out content that is quick and you can consume in one to three minutes. And it gives you something to think about to help you become the absolute best version of yourself in relation to career, relationships, emotions, and health. So that's one place. And then I have a website, powerfulleaders.com. And on my website, it's just more information about what I do as a certified high-performance coach what I do as a high-performance strategist, because sometimes people have one issue and they really want advice more than coaching. And so I also offer that. Um, So those are the two places where you can find me. 
Wow. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today. I love when my guests can match my energy and you and I went <laughs> toe to toe on this because I'm naturally optimistically, annoyingly optimistically happy. I love life and I can tell you do as well. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me and everyone listening. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. I really appreciate it. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Find out how I can coach you for less than a dollar a day. No joke. And also, you can get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.